Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and good afternoon and welcome into another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider baseball coming to you today from Reese Smith Field on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University. Uh, Dick Palmer along with John Callow as the Raiders will open an important Conference USA series, John, with the University of Texas San Antonio, UTSA, comes in with a one-game lead over the Raiders in the conference standings, and it's an important uh, three-game set this weekend. Well, you got that right, Dick, and uh this is a, a pretty good baseball team. They've, they've won four in a row. They're, uh, uh, they're, they hit like crazy. They're about hitting as a team about 40 points higher than the Blue Raiders. And uh, we've looked at the weather conditions. We, uh, we're almost to May, which means the wind blows out here at Reese Smith Field. Uh, we could see some uh, home run production. Well, we didn't see many last weekend in Louisiana. The wind was blowing in for that three-game series. UTSA comes in with a record of 28 wins, 13 losses. They are 12-6 and six in Conference uh, USA, while the Blue Raiders are 21-17. and 17. They are 11-7 and seven in the conference, just one game back of the Roadrunners from UTSA. And both of these teams playing very well lately. UTSA has won 15 out of its last 18 games. The Raiders have won 11 of their last 15. So we've got two teams playing at a pretty good level, and the first game of a three-game series will be coming up shortly. We'll be talking with head coach Jim Tolman right after we come back from this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders. Hey, hey, hey! 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm and Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into our pregame show as the Raiders take on the Roadrunners of UTSA in a big three-game series. Coach Jim Tolman joins us as uh, the Raiders getting back to conference action this week. Coach, it's been a big week on campus with the Raiders' Choice Awards. I know exams are, are coming up, may have already started, so a lot going on but the, not the least of which is this big conference series. Yeah, um, classes are over, guys are studying, guys are in exams. We had fun last night at the Raiders Choice Awards, but we have a big series this weekend. This squad is really good that we're playing UT San Antonio. We play, hopefully play at six tonight and uh, three tomorrow and 11 on Sunday, although there's a little sun, uh, rain coming in on Sunday. Well, this is an offensive team there. Team batting average over 300. Uh, they're up high in all of the offensive categories, so our pitchers are going to have to be good this week. Well, absolutely. They, they, uh, they've won some big games this year. I mean, uh, and they're a game ahead of us in the standings. And if you look at the uh, Conference USA stats, uh, that other than Old Dominion, they may be the, the, the best hitting team in the league. So... You know, and with the wind blowing out today, it, you know, we're going to have to match them offensively and hope that our pitchers can hold them down a little bit. But uh, they got, they have six or seven guys in the lineup hitting over 300. So our pitcher's going to have to keep the ball low. Well, the wind's going to be blowing out a little bit, I think. You've kind of tweaked your lineup and changed the, the right side of your infield up. Yeah, well... About a month ago, we lost Nathan Sanders to ACL, so he's out. And and then down at La Tech, uh, JT Mabry hurt his back a little bit. So JT's out today. We're not sure if he'll play this weekend or not, depending on his back. Um, so we, we put Gabe Jennings in at, at second, and and, uh, and we we put uh, Briggs Rudder at first because we want to keep his bat in the lineup. He's, he's really hitting well in conference, and – Wanted to keep Wyatt's bat in there too, so 
It's a little bit different, but a uh, couple injuries and based on their pitchers and the stats and the left and right and uh, you know we just decided we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to keep our hitters in there looking forward to seeing zach cannon again he's given us a couple of uh, real good outings his last two starts yeah coach Myers worked with him in the pen a couple weeks ago got him straightened out uh, make sure that he's not tipping some of his pitches and pitched really well at louisiana tech and all our pitchers did really and uh but with this team in front of him, that you know, he's going to have to have one of his better games. Uh, hopefully he can give us six or seven innings, and then we'll go to the bullpen. And, uh, probably tomorrow, uh, start Wigginton again if, if he doesn't uh, close today. All right, Coach, best of luck. Let's get this first one. Appreciate it, Dick. That's Coach Jim Tolman with his pregame comments prior to the Raiders and the Roadrunners starting this important three-game series at Reese Smith Field. Let's take a look at our starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. John, let's do the uh, visitors lineup, uh, and then we'll take a break and, and do the Raiders after that. Sure, Dick. Uh, leading off for the road runners at third base will be Jonathan Tapia, batting second to designated hitter, Garrett Poston, batting third, left fielder Ian Bailey, and in the cleanup spot, the first baseman, Ryan Flores. Batting fifth is the catcher, Sammy Diaz, Chase King, the right fielder, bats sixth. Batting seventh, Ian Walker, Isaiah Walker, excuse me, the center fielder. Uh, batting eighth, the second baseman, Leighton Berry. Batting uh, ninth, the shortstop, Matt King, on the mound, will be a right-hander, uh, sophomore Daniel Garza. So those are the road runners that we'll see today. Pat Hallmark is their head coach. He is in his third year with a record of 60 and 46. He's a former catcher for Rice University. Uh, his hometown is Houston. And for the last uh, two, three years, he has coached at Incarnate Word and took their program from about a five-win season to a 25-win season <laughs> in two years. So he got the, uh, he got the job at UTSA and uh, has, has done a really good uh, job there. As we said, they've won 15 out of their last 18 games, and uh, he is now discussing the ground rules at home plate with Coach Jim Tolman and the three umpires. I think we're going to have time to get the, the Raider lineup in before – we uh, take our break, so let's go ahead and do that. Okay, Dick, uh, leading off uh, will be a familiar name, shortstop Fausto Lopez. Batting second, the designated hitter, Wyatt Morgan. Batting third, left fielder Jackson Galloway in the cleanup hole, Briggs Rudder at first base. Catcher Mason Spears bats fifth, Brett Coker the third baseman sixth. Batting seventh will be the second baseman, Gabe Jennings, in for J.T. Mabry. Eston Snyder gets the start in right field. He'll bat eighth. And Luke Vinson will be uh, in center field, batting ninth on the mound, will be right-hander senior Zach Keenan. So those are your Ascend Federal Credit Union starting lineups. Conference USA is uh, led by Southern Mississippi. They're a top ten team in college baseball. Uh, no matter which poll you, you look at, they're, they're anywhere from uh, – from four to four to ten, uh, they're sixteen and two overall. They are thirty-two and eight. Louisiana Tech, the team we uh, won the series from last week, 
is tied with UTSA at 12 and 6, but they're four games back of Southern Mississippi, and right now it doesn't seem like anybody's going to be able to catch uh, Southern Miss. But uh, everybody else fighting for second and third. Middle Tennessee and FAU are tied at 11 and 7, uh, so they are just a game off uh, the uh, second place spot. Old Dominion is 10 and 8. And then we go down to Charlotte and UAB and Marshall. They're all 8 and 10, and John, it appears that out of those three, two of those three will make the tournament, and uh, the third will be left at home. And the bottom three in the league, I don't think, have any chance of uh, getting to the tournament. That's Western, Kentucky, FIU, and Rice. Well, and I'd say that uh, UAB has got their work cut out from this weekend because they are hosting Southern Mississippi. Yep, that's, that's going to be a, a tough series for uh, the Blazers. The Raiders will go to FIU uh, this next weekend and then will go to Rice the following weekend. And those two teams are tied for the bottom in Conference USA. You can't really anticipate anything, though, in this league, can no, you? No, you cannot. Found that out uh, in the past. Well, uh, uh, if you uh, let's see, the last I checked, Marshall was losing 9-1, to one, so they're going to be 8-11. and 11. If, Say if you got Western to go to Houston and beat Rice 3, all of a sudden they're banging on the door. Okay. The officials still going over uh, the ground, ground rules of Coach Tolman. We'll take our final break, and we'll be back. First pitch coming up shortly on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the first inning. Nice crowd here at Reese Smith Field still coming in as the Raiders 
will take their turns against the right-hander Daniel Garza. Daniel Garza is making just his second appearance of the season. Just the second appearance, uh, start of his career, in fact. Uh, he has thrown 16 and a thirds, all of those, but two in relief. That one started, he just went two innings. Uh, he has given up 11 runs, eight of them earned on 20 hits, 11 walks, 20 strikeouts. Uh, opponents hitting 303. No home runs, but a couple, uh, two or three doubles there. A 4.41 ERA, a 1 and 0 record. He got that uh, record in relief in his first outing of the season when he went three innings. And I Daniel Garza, not a big guy, 5'11, 180, a sophomore out of Houston, Doby High School. And as John said, making his second start of the season. A little bit surprising. We expected to see their their number one uh, pitcher starting on Friday night, but he's supposed to start tomorrow. Yeah, Luke Walker is their uh, – did I get the name right on that? Luke Malone is their Friday night starter. Here's Lopez, and it's the first pitch toward the right field. It's going to be scooped up by the second baseman and a nice play over to first by Leighton Barry as he takes a hit away from – Lopez, who was trying to hit it in the hole between first and second. Well, Barry was about three steps into the outfield grass when he fielded that ball. So one pitch, one out in the first inning. The batter is Wyatt Morgan, the designated hitter. Stands in at 315 with two homers. 13 runs driven in for the sophomore Morgan. And Garza, the right-hander, winds and fires, and it's in there for a strike, nothing and one. No score, we're in the bottom of the first inning. Got plenty of time to come out here and see some good baseball un under some nice weather conditions. Strike called as the count goes to 0 and 2. Yeah, when I got to the ballpark about uh, 4.30, Dick, it, we had a lot, it was mostly overcast and including some clouds that looked ominous. Well, they've gone. There's a ball outside. One ball and two strikes to Morgan. He'll be followed by Jackson Galloway. And if anybody gets on, Briggs Rudder. Morgan asks for time and steps out of the box. San Antonio infield playing straight up. Pitch outside, two and two. Really, the only team that we have seen throwing a lot of shifts up has been Charlotte. Oh, they were doing that. Two-two pitch, and he slams this one to the right side. And again, Barry up with it and makes the play to first. Well, so far, we've not been able to get a ball past their second baseman. Barry has made both plays cleanly and with two outs and the base is empty, the batter is Jackson Galloway. Raiders in their white home uniforms, royal blue, lettering and numerals, blue caps. Two outs, base is empty. And Garza's pitch is taken outside for ball one. Roadrunners are in gray with uh, blue numerals and lettering and 
Gray Caps with a blue bill, I think. White Hats with a blue bill. Bouncing ball up the middle. Shortstop cuts it off, makes the play to first in time. And three ground balls, three outs in the first inning. The Raiders go up and down in order. So we've had uh, no base runners yet in this game. We've completed one full inning, Middle Tennessee nothing, UTSA nothing, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Scoreless after one inning as we move to the Roadrunners' second inning. For UTSA, it will be Flores, Diaz, and King, the four, five, six hitters, to face Zach Keenan. Both pitchers, John, had a rather easy first inning. Both pitchers were keeping the ball down and keeping the pitch counts down, so that's what you want to do. You just wonder how long Garza can do it. His longest outing of the season was three innings, and that was back in February. Ryan Flores, the cleanup hitter, bats from the left side. He's the first baseman, hitting an even 300. Rather open stance as he faces Zach Keenan. First pitch to him is outside for ball one. Flores is in his first year at uh, UTSA coming over, transferring from Incarnate Word, where his coach was formerly the head coach there. Pitches outside, two balls and no strikes. So he is uh, a senior in eligibility, and we assume this will be his only year. 2-0. Pitch is swung on and hit down the right field line deep in the corner. Leaping up there is Snyder, and he's got it. Took that one right off the top of the wall. His his glove was above the yellow line when he snagged that. I thought that was going to be gone. So right away, we've got a uh, star in the scorebook (laughs) for Eston Snyder. Great catch. It sure was. He got that ball up into the breeze, and that breeze has uh, picked up a little bit since we started. Here is Sammy Diaz, the catcher, a right-handed batter. Diaz at 324. So Keenan, after a near-miss home run effort by Flores, puts the first pitch in there for a strike call. 
that ball was outside, but uh, I think the home plate umpire decided that he went around enough. One strike to count. And Keenan missed outside with this pitch, one and one. Yeah, he went back to uh, pretty close to the same place. One out here in the second inning. No score in the game. Thanks to Eston Snyder's leaping catch, he took a home run away from Flores. There's a swing and a foul. Little nubber off the end of the bat. <clears throat> Count goes to one and two. 77 degrees at game time, very pleasant. See a lot of folks uh, out here in short sleeves and shorts and Kenan ready for the one-two pitch. And it's hit to short. Lopez diving stop. Throws to first and didn't get him as Rudder tried to scoop a throw that was off to the home plate side. I think they'll give him a base hit on that, though, because uh, Fausto was trying to throw from uh, pretty much a prone position. And that is ruled an infield hit for Diaz. I think that's fair. He's at first with one out, and the batter is Chase King, the right fielder. King hits from the left side. He is at 309. Four home runs on the year for this lefty. Well, we're back on natural grass this week. We're, uh, we're in an all-turf field in Ruston last week. And our grass is uh, looking pretty good. Popped foul out of play. We had, uh, looked like we had some issues with the grass early in the season, but uh, it's looking good. Well, when the weather warms up, you know what the grass does, John. Well, it grows. <laughs> I had mine cut yesterday. One strike to count, runner at first. Swing and a little tap, and he was out in front of that pitch. Count goes to 0 and 2 on King. Chase King had uh, a good outing against the Raiders last season in San Antonio. as did a lot of the road runners. They took three out of four. Ball is uh, a little bit low. One ball, two strikes. In fact, uh, UTSA won seven to six, five to three, and fifth, no, seven to six, three to two, and 15 to one. The Raiders got one win out of that series, and that was five to three. Here's the one-two pitch, low and inside. Good stop there by Spears. The runner cannot advance. Two balls, two strikes. This team doesn't like to run much, John. They don't really have to. They run about half uh, as much as the, the Blue Raiders. They are 21 out of 30 in stolen base attempts. Two and two, the count to King. And the pitch to the plate just missed. Oh. Must have been a little bit high. 
Or a little bit outside. I don't know what the, that looked like a strike. I think we've seen that pitch called for strike. So Keenan has his first full count of the game. Three balls, two strikes to Chase King. Raider infield looking for a ground ball. They could possibly turn into a double play. And struck him out, runner going, and a high throw will allow the runner to occupy second base. <laughs> uh, he was going to – you give him a stolen base, but uh, – Mason Spears airmailed that ball. Fortunately, uh, Luke Vinson in center field reacted quickly and held that runner, runner at second base. So no error as the runner could not advance to third. And as John said, a stolen base for Diaz. Third strikeout for Keenan. Runner at second with two outs for Isaiah Walker. Center fielder. Walker's a freshman. Swings through the first pitch, strike one. Dick, I suspect most of those, their stolen bases are probably like uh, that one. That looked like they were trying to play hit and run with one out and a runner on first, and uh, they just didn't get contact. One strike to count to Walker. And the pitch taken for strike two. So Keenan out in front, two strikes. Runner at second base, two outs. Top of the second inning, no score from the Reese. Kanan comes set, glances back at second base, kicks and fires, and it is just outside for ball. One and two. It's kind of a laid back crowd right now. Uh, Hopefully the Raiders can uh, do something to stir them up a little bit. Uh, about the only thing exciting that's happened uh, here through the first inning in, a, in a two-thirds was that defensive play by Eston Snyder to begin, uh, begin this inning. Time call momentarily. Third base coach wanted the uh, hitter to meet him halfway with a few words. Pat on the back. He's back in there. One ball, two strikes. And Keenan with a one-two. Swung on, tap foul outside the bag at third. Coker was there to field it in foul ground. Count holes out a ball and two strikes. On deck hitter is Leighton Barry, the second baseman. Keenan looking into Spears, ready to pitch the one-two pitch. Swing and a foul. So Walker, whatever the third base coach told him, is hanging in there. Count holding at one and two. Probably told him, oh, son, don't try to hit a home run. Just get the bat on the ball and hit yeah. it somewhere. This would be a good time to go low and away with a slider. He's trying to go low and away. High outside ball, was, two, two and two. That was not the pitch. That was not the pitch that Mason Spears had called or was expecting. Walker's a freshman. He ran cross country in high school and also played basketball all four years. So he is an all-around athlete. Two balls, two strikes. Struck him out with that low outside pitch. Probably, as John said, a slider. 
just outside his reach. No runs, one hit, one left, couple of strikeouts for Keenan, and we will go to the bottom of the second inning. Still scoreless, Middle Tennessee and UTSA from Reese Smith Field on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of inning number two. The Raiders will have Rudder, Spears, and Coker, four, five, six hitters, to face Daniel Garza, who retired the side in order on three ground balls in the first inning. Nice turnout uh, tonight for this first game of the series. John Down and Rustin last week, we had crowds of well over 2,000 for every game, almost 3,000 for the uh, first game on Friday night. Yeah, they get excited about baseball. They really do. They like to umpire a lot, too. <laughs> I heard some of that. Here's the pitch, and Rudder lines it to short, caught on the fly by the shortstop. He'll make the throw to first anyway. Did he catch that ball in the air? I thought I saw a little hop right in there. We're going to make it uh, 6-3. I'm going to make it 6-3. All right. The important thing is it's out. So that would be four straight ground ball outs for the Raiders. And the batter is Mason Spears. Mason hitting 292, six homers, 21 runs batted in. He had a nice series uh, against Louisiana Tech. Stands in from the right side. Mason, a senior. And Garza's first pitch to him is over but low, ball one. There's a strike call. One ball, one strike. Center fielder playing over into left center field, so there's a big gap in Right center. Here's the pitch. Low and outside. Two balls and a strike. Right fielder moved over uh, more towards center field, toward the uh, big scoreboard. Off-speed pitch in there, and it's two balls, two strikes, two spears. For those of you not familiar with the ballpark here, it's 330 down each line. 365 to the power alleys, and Mason hits it to right field. Right fielder had him play just right. More of a line drive, but caught out there by King for out number two. 
Got some scores uh, from Conference USA, Dick. Uh, up in West Virginia, we've got a final. Charlotte 11, Marshall 4. Uh, over in uh, Norfolk, it's, uh, uh, they're in the top of the fifth, ODU 2, Louisiana Tech nothing. I'll get the rest of them here in just a second. Here's Brett Coker with two outs. The pitch hit up the middle, and they're not going to get that one. That is a base hit. Raiders have their first base runner. Our scoreboard brought to you by the Daily News Journal. Read all about Blue Raiders sports in the DNJ. Uh, down in Boca Raton, it's uh, FAU 3, FIU 1 there in the bottom of the sixth. And down in Birmingham, there in the bottom of the second. And Southern Mississippi is up 2 nothing in that game. Western Kentucky at Rice, not underway yet. Here's Gabe Jennings playing second base tonight. Coker the runner at first with two outs. Gabe standing in from the right side. 273 average in limited playing time. Pops this one foul over to the right. That's going to be out of play for strike one. JT Mabry had some uh, back spasms or lower, lower back uh, problems, which he incurred in the Louisiana Tech series. So he is being held out tonight, and we'll wait and see if he can come back tomorrow. Meanwhile, Jennings will fill in nicely at second base. Gabe had a huge hit in extra innings in Ruston last Sunday when the Raiders scored three in the top of the 12th inning to win the game six to three, and he had a big double in that inning. Coker short lead at first. Jennings takes strike two called. And it's nothing in two. A big double here probably scores a run. Jennings had his first home run of the season on the road, and we were there, John, at uh, Lipscomb, I believe. It was. Played third base that night. Two strikes the count. Garza with the pitch, low, outside in the dirt. Well, I got to say dirt. I don't think I said it a single time at Ruston, John, when the ball would be in the turf. You would normally say it's in the dirt. But uh, I think I got through that series and didn't say dirt one time. Well, if you, if you did, I uh, would have understood the, uh, the uh, parentheses around it. Not the parentheses, but the uh, ditto marks. One ball, two strikes. <laughs> Throw to first and the runner back. We are scoreless. Bottom of the second inning. Raiders just got their first hit. A Brett Coker single. He's the runner at first with two outs. One and two to Gabe Jennings. The runner goes to throw to second base off the mark, but they got him anyway on the tag. That's yeah, a nice play by the second baseman, a little swipe tag, and Coker is thrown out for out number three. So Jennings will lead off the third inning for the Raiders. We've completed two innings. No runs, one hit. Nobody left in the second. Scoreless will go to the third on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists 
providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. And we go to the third inning. Zach Keenan will face Barry King and Tapia, the 8, 9, and 1 hitters in the lineup. Keenan with two strikeouts in each of the first two innings, and it's unusual, John, because last Friday night, when he was so dominant, he did not get his first strikeout till the fourth inning. Got one in the eighth and one in the ninth, and they were all called third strikes. Yeah. These four strikeouts have been swinging strikes. Here's Barry, the second baseman. And first pitch to him is swung on and missed, strike one. Barry has already shown us that he can flash some leather out there. He made a good play on that steal attempt by Coker with a swipe tag to retire him at second base. Yeah, Dick, that uh, play, I, I thought that uh, I thought that he had the bag stolen. In fact, a good throw, and he's in. But the, it was a bad throw to the first base side, and Barry was able to get that swipe tag down as he slid past him. Pitches a call strike, and it's one and two now to Barry. Barry is a junior. He's got a five-game hitting streak and a 355 average. One ball and two strikes. Keenan with the pitch, and a ball hit deep to right field, and the park's not going to hold that one. That one is over the trees onto the football practice field. And that is a solo home run for Leighton Barry. So he has been a thorn in the Raiders' side very early in this game both ways, defense and offense. That's only his third home run of the season. As a left-handed hitter, he got into that one. Uh, that was that was a no-doubter, wasn't it? Yep. UTSA takes a one-to-nothing lead here in the third. The batter is Matt King, the shortstop. That's from the right side. Takes the pitch outside, ball one. King hitting 274. He is a freshman from Kingwood, Texas. That's in the Houston area. Strike on the inside corner. One and one. UTSA really recruits hard in the Houston area, and why not? There's so many good ball players in that uh, part of Texas. Here's the one-one pitch, swinging a ground ball to third. Coker's up with it, double clutch over to first in time. That is out number one. In looking over their roster, John, they recruit primarily high school players. There's a smattering of junior college players, two or three transfers, but most of their players 
come out of high school and stay with them. And that speaks well for their program, I sure think. Sure does. One out in the third, one run in. The batter is Jonathan Tapia, the leadoff hitter. He flied to center field to open the game in the first inning. You know, when the cupboard is bare, you, you have to do your rebuilding with those JUCO players. It's, uh, but uh, you definitely want to have a good solid base of guys that are going to spend four years with you. That's pitch, when you pitch outside to tap you for ball one. That's when you teach them your system and uh, the way you uh, play baseball. That's what Coach Steve Peterson was really good at. One ball, no strikes to Tapia, 321 hitter. Coming into the game, Keenan delivers and sends the dirt outside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Outfield straight away for this right-handed batter. Pitch, that's in for a strike. Through a breaking ball at the knees, and it's two and one. Kind of second showed. baseman Jennings shaded a little bit over toward the bag at second, and Lopez playing fairly deep in the hole at short. Yeah, it looks like both of them have their heels on the grass. Swing and a miss. The count goes to two and two. If you can throw another one like that, it doesn't matter where your heels are, does it? So Tapia is one of those players who's been at uh, UTSA since his freshman year, and he's a native of San Antonio. Two balls, two strikes. And the big right-hander delivers the pitch and check swing. It's appealed. He did not go, says the first base umpire, so the count goes full. Three and two. One run in here in the third on a solo home run. There's a swing and a miss. Struck him out. Four out number two. So that is five strikeouts already for Keenan. Well, he's done a nice job of uh, getting that... Uh Getting past that home run, you know, we've seen times that uh, pitchers will dwell on, they give up the long ball, they dwell on it, and he's, uh, he knows that that ball is not coming back, so you just get on with things. Here's Garrett Poston, DH, sophomore, left-handed batter. He struck out in the first inning. First pitch to him, a strike called on the outside corner. And Keenan's pitch hit, hit him. him. Yep, hit him. Tried to come inside on him and uh, got too far in. So a runner will be at first base with two outs. Left fielder number 15, Ian Bailey. This is Bailey. The left fielder, Ian Bailey, 10 home runs, 40 driven in, and he struck out in the first inning. Poston, the runner at first. 
Two outs and a one in for the Roadrunners. Strike called. Well, Bailey is, uh, leads uh, the team in strikeouts. He's struck out 42 times on the season now. Not a category you want to be at the top of the list. In. No, and it's uh, strike called at the letters, and it is 0-2 now to Bailey. If you've struck out 42 times and 171 at-bats, that means someplace between 20 and 25% of the, the time you're striking out, right? I think my math is close enough on that. Runner leads at first. And the count, two strikes to the batter, Bailey. Keenan's pitch, missed high, four ball, one and two. UTSA coming in has won four straight. They're coming off a series sweep. Pitches outside. They were going for that same, uh, with that same pitch, same location that they got uh, Isaiah Walker on to in the uh, second inning. They swept FIU last weekend. There's a swing and a miss and that is strike three, and that will retire the side. So Bailey goes down on strikes for the second time. One run, one hit, and nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. UTSA one, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. You are listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. And we move to the bottom half of inning number three. The Raiders will have the seven, eight, nine hitters to face Daniel Garza. And Gabe Jennings will lead it off. He had uh, a preview of coming attractions as he was batting when Coker was thrown out trying to steal. So Jennings will... Start his at-bat over as the leadoff man in the third inning. Right-hander Garza delivers the first pitch and Gabe pops it in the air down the right field line. Everybody on a long run and Did second he? baseman Barry caught that pop up and foul ground. And that is another 
Outstanding play. That was the second baseman, wasn't it? It was. And wow. he covered a lot of ground. And that ball just kind of, it was, he was almost over his shoulder. He had his arm fully extended and the ball just dropped in his glove. One of those pop flies down the right field line where the right fielder, second baseman, and first baseman are all in hot pursuit. Here is Eston Snyder, takes the first pitch down low for ball one. Snyder hitting 333. Has one extra base hit on the season, a double. Checked his swing and took a strike, one and one. Eston out of Page High School, Franklin, Tennessee. Swing and a miss. Had a big cut there, and it's one ball, two strikes. Luke Benson waiting to hit next. Snyder struck out swing and reaching for an outside pitch and didn't get it. That's out number two. And the first strikeout recorded by Daniel Garza. So with two outs, base is empty. It's Luke Benson. Benson playing center field. That's from the left side. Has two home runs on the season. Takes the pitch outside. Hit those home runs in consecutive games at Marshall. One ball, no strikes. Uh, the wind is definitely kicking up right now, so. Ball two is inside, 2-0. Oh. Luke has a good stroke to right field. And with a 2-0 oh count, he's liable to be Looking for this one and takes a strike. It was on the outside corner. It was not a pitch you could pull. So it's two balls and one strike. Garza's high pitch count for the season was in that uh, one start. There's no. a ball hit in the air to left field, but not deep. And that's going to drop in for a base hit. I kind of lost it in the glare of the sun. It's uh, easy to do at this time. Uh, we'll be able to actually see again in what, about 10 minutes? So that's hit number two for the Raiders. And with two outs, Benson is the runner at first with Fausto Lopez at the plate. Pretty good pair to play a little hit and run with if you are thinking about getting that runner across. Fausto grounded out in the first inning. Pitches outside, ball one. Yeah, Garza in his third inning, which would equal his high for the season. Um, his high pitch count was against Charlotte on April 2nd through 54 pitches. Swing and a miss by Lopez. One ball, one strike. Right now he's right at 30 pitches, so I'd say that uh, we'll see him one more inning. Benson, the runner at first with two outs. Garza pitching out of the stretch, instead throws to first and the runner gets back. Luke has stolen seven bases this season in 11 attempts. He's got nice speed. Another throw to first and again, Benson diving back in. 
the count holds at a ball and a strike to Fausto Lopez. Lopez Opponents. comes in hitting 295. Opponents haven't done a lot of stealing against uh, against San Antonio. They've uh, let's see, they're been successful 28 times in what is now 39 attempts. Pitch inside to Lopez. Ball two, two and one. Long look, the pitch. And the off-speed pitch missed high. Three balls, one strike to Fausto Lopez. He's been flirting with that 300 mark all season. Has dipped a little bit. He had, did not have a good series with the bat last weekend at Ruston. He's down to 295 now. Three balls and a strike. In fact, Fausto's first hit in the series uh, came in the fifth inning of game three, and he got another big hit in the 12th. Throw to first, Benson back. Or oh, the right fielder is very deep, as is the left fielder. Yeah. Fausto's full swing and a foul back, three and two. You know, if you could get one down in the power alley, Benson has pretty good chance of uh, scoring all the way from first. Now, Fausto can hit some home runs to right field. We've seen him do it before. He has six on the season. The pitch. Runner goes low. Ball four. Runners at first and second. So that is the first walk given up by Garza. Benson down to second base. He was running on the 3-2 pitch. And with first and second, the batter is Wyatt Morgan. Grounded out in the first inning. Left-handed hitter. And of course, as he comes back uh, to bat, the, the that, uh, oh, we're gonna see a visit to the mound. They haven't got anybody throwing down there. Their head coach, Pat Hallmark, was a pitching coach at both Missouri and his alma mater, Rice. So I would suspect he has a lot to say about uh, what's going on with his pitchers. And I don't know if that's he or not on the, uh, on the mound. Plate umpire Henson is going to stroll out to the Hill and try to get him to move along. We are in the third inning. Raiders have runners at first and second with two outs. And Wyatt Morgan waiting to hit. They do have uh, some folks moving around in the bullpen now, but nobody has started throwing. The Raiders have won five Count them, five consecutive series in Conference USA. The Roadrunners have won four consecutive series. So both of these teams playing their best baseball right here as we come down the home stretch. The pitch to Morgan. Strike on the outside corner. Nothing in one. And wind kicking up a little bit again now. 
It had uh, gone quiet during that mound visit or right before that mound visit. Strike two call, same spot. I think Morgan thought that pitch was outside. Two, ball, uh, two strikes to count. See if he comes back to the same spot. Now Morgan asks for time and steps out of the box. Benson, the runner at second. Fausto Lopez is at first with two outs. Raiders trailing one to nothing in the bottom of the third. The pitch. Swing and a foul, and he did come right back on that outside corner. Morgan put a good swing on it, fouled it straight back. Count holes at 0-2. A couple of good at-bats here and there, uh, stretching guards out a little bit more than we had earlier, making him throw some pitches. Swing and a ball hit in the air, shallow center field. And it's going to be the shortstop to make the catch. Moving out into shallow center. Hauled in there by Matt King. And that is all in the third. Raiders put two men on, but strand them. No runs, one hit, two left. Totals after three complete innings for UTSA. One run, two hits, no errors for the Blue Raiders. No runs, two hits, no errors. One to nothing. UTSA leading as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Throw goes down to second. It actually goes all the way into left field. <laughs> and we're yeah. ready to go in the fourth inning. Somebody uh, kind of muffed the, uh, that throw. Should have caught it. Ryan Flores will lead it off. He flied out deep to right field, in fact, Eston Snyder probably took a home run away from him in the second inning. A left-handed batter facing Zach Keenan. So we're going to fly ball into deep right center. I don't know if the park is going to hold that one. Nope. And that is a home run. That is to the left of the big scoreboard. That, that ball probably hit 385 or so. Oh, yeah, every bit of it. So Flores robbed of a home run in his first at bat. Made sure that uh, nobody was going to be able to catch that one. To deep right center field. 
his seventh of the season. Second home run given up by Keenan tonight. It's now a two to nothing game. And the batter is the catcher, Sammy Diaz. Well, we knew this was a good hitting team. Not, you know, not necessarily a home run hitting team, although they had 41 as a team coming in. But they've added two tonight and the pitch to Diaz inside ball one. Diaz singled in the second inning, infield hit. So it's two to nothing in the top of the fourth. Keenan with the pitch. Hit up the middle, that's a base hit, solid. Single to center for Diaz, who is two for two. UTSA as a team hitting 309, that's second in the league. And you gotta realize that Southern Mississippi has all, about all the offensive <laughs> stats in Conference USA. Yeah. Interesting looking at this, uh, the, both of the home runs have been hit by the leadoff hitter in the inning. And then of course Flores came within inches of having one as the leadoff hitter in the second. If Snyder doesn't go up over the wall and pull it back, that would have been his second of the day. All, all Here's Chase there. King, takes the pitch low and inside, ball one. King struck out in the second inning. So a runner at first, one out in the fourth. And the Raiders on the short end of a two to nothing score. It'll be interesting to see what Keenan does with the leadoff hitter in the fifth. The pitch, low and inside, two and oh. Short lead for the runner at first, and the pitch is in at the knees. Strike call, two and one. Raiders do not have a midweek game scheduled next week. They will head out Thursday for Miami and a three-game series with FIU. Throw over to first and the runner back. Keenan out of the stretch and the pitch. Fly ball to left field. Galloway coming hard, can't get it. Drops in front of him. And now the Roadrunners have runners at first and second and nobody out. And the batter will be Isaiah Walker. That's hit number five off Keenan. King just dropped that ball right in front of Galloway, hit it to the opposite field. And that's going to get us a mound visit. Pitching coach Jerry Myers on his way to the mound for a word with his pitcher and infielders. The uh, stage is set for a double play if Keenan can get a ground ball, which he has 
not been able to do but once in the first four innings. Did have one ground ball that Lopez stopped, but it turned into an infield hit. Catch up on some uh, Conference USA scores. 11-4, Marshall, uh, Charlotte over Marshall. That is the final. Here's an interesting one, Dick. Top of the eighth with two outs. Uh, Old Dominion leading Louisiana Tech over Norfolk. Four to nothing. Not surprising. Old Dominion's strong. They've hit a little rut in the road, but they've come back strong. Batter around to bunt. Takes the pitch outside. Ball one. Bottom of the seventh down in Boca Raton. It's uh, FAU six. Florida International one. Down in Birmingham, uh, UAB not giving up. Top of the fourth, uh, uh, Southern Mississippi four, UAB three. And they're in the bottom of the second down in Houston and it's Western Kentucky on top, two to nothing. Picked a bunt, took a full swing and fouled it out of play. One ball, one strike. This is a situation I always like to bunt in, John. First and second, no outs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Push those runners up. And get them, get a, stay out of the double play uh, situation. But you don't see him do that much anymore. He's around a bunt this time. Lays it down, and it's going to be a foul ball. So the count will be a ball and two strikes to right. Isaiah Walker. Previous pitch, he faked a bunt and then took a full swing. This time he laid the bunt down, but laid it down foul. Now, how much confidence do they have in his bunting ability? One and two the count. Do you let him uh, try to bunt with uh, two strikes? No. I don't no. think so either. He hadn't shown us that he can do it. Here's Keenan out of the stretch. Just missed outside. Two and two. This, the dimensions of our ballpark are not quite as large as the uh, as Roadrunner Field in San Antonio. That feels a little bit deeper all the way around. The pitch. Oh, just missed inside. Keenan thought he had him. But the count goes to three and two. Threw him a breaking ball. Full count, three and two. Runners lead at first and second, the pitch. Swung on and grounded to third. Coker's got it. Tags the bag for the out and no other play. Brett was almost right on top of the bag when he picked it up and it was not hit sharply. No. He so did, what, did what he needed to do. Just tag that bag and the, that's a fielder's choice and you're You've now got one out and the double play still in order. So with runners still at first and second, one out. The batter is Barry who hammered one out of here in the third inning. Pitch to the plate, low ball one. A little past the top of the hour. Let's pause for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Here's the pitch to Barry, and it is a strike call. One ball, one strike. 
to Leighton Barry. Solo home run in the third inning. Throwing him fastballs so far in this at-bat. When do you change speeds on him now? Sit. Outside and high. Two and one. That home run by Barry was only his third of the season. Keenan with the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to center field. Vincent on his horse, way back, looking up. And that one is out of here. A three-run homer to dead center field, right over the 395 sign. The Roadrunners have brought their heavy lumber with them on this trip. Brought their cheerleaders too. Now they go back in the dugout. So this player who had only two home runs all season has two in this game. And it is now a five to nothing San Antonio lead. And still just one out in the fourth inning. They had somebody up throwing in the bullpen. It looks like they'll, you know, with a five nothing lead Throw Garcia back out there. See how far he can go. Matt King. Stay out of the bullpen. Number nine hitter. One ball, no strikes. Swing and a foul. One and one. Well, the Raiders are going to have to string some hits together if they're going to oh, yeah. stay in uh, contention for this opening series win. They're down five to nothing, and we're just in the fourth inning. There's a little tap. Keenan's going to field it over to first and just got him. Oh, threw it into the runner, and a runner made a nice snag over there. Yeah, that's a really tough play for a for a first baseman. So that's two outs. And with the bases empty, the batter is Jonathan Tapia. He has slid to center and struck out. Three home runs for the Roadrunners. The last of those three, a three-run shot. There were two solo homers prior to that. Here's Keenan's pitch, and Tapia fouls it off the screen. Strike one. Well, you never want to give up home runs, but you don't mind those solos that much. You can pitch around them, but a three-run shot, that that digs a hole. One strike to count to Tapia, senior third baseman. And grounded fair to third. Coker up with it. Fires to first in time, and that will retire the Roadrunners. In the fourth inning, as Tapia grounds out third to first, but in the inning, four runs on one, two, three, four hits. And nobody left on base. That three run homer took care of that. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It's UTSA five, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. 
There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Raiders will have the three, four, five hitters here in the fourth inning against right-hander Daniel Garza. And so far, we've managed to just squeeze out a couple of singles against this right-hander. It'll be Galloway, Rudder, and Spears. Here in the fourth, the Raiders in a five to nothing hole right now. And Garza in kind of uh, uncharted territory. Fourth inning of work. This is his longest outing of the season. Probably of his career. Galloway grounded out in the first inning. Stands in from the right side and takes the pitch outside for ball one. Garza has walked one, struck out one. And he's been getting a lot of ground balls. Breaking ball in for a strike, one and one. Galloway leads the team with a 327 average, five home runs. Takes this pitch outside and got away from Diaz all the way to the backstop. Two yeah. balls, one strike. Well, the sun is finally behind Floyd Stadium. And we're in that time when the Twilight time, lights haven't quite taken effect. It's kind of dark out there. Ball hit in the air to right center field. Both fielders coming over. The right fielder will come in and make the catch, and it wasn't hit as far as I first thought, but it was in fairly shallow right center, and it was Chase King with the catch, four out number one in the fourth. Yeah, I got under that ball and uh, it was higher than it was farther. It's a good description. One out. Here is Briggs Rudder grounded to short in his first at bat. Swings and misses on the first pitch. Nothing in one. I like his uniform look, Dick. He's got him bloused all the way to the knee. Yeah, a lot of sock there. I like that. Pitches outside. One ball, one strike to Rudder, sophomore. You wouldn't call me old school, would you? Liking that look? Just for a little bit. <laughs> you like that look too, though. Yeah, I do. Check swing. Two balls and a strike. So I guess that makes us both old school. <laughs> or just old. <laughs> Two balls, it could strike. Be that too. swing and a miss. <laughs> two balls, two strikes. I might pull some trivia on you here in a minute. Okay. 
I'm up for that. Always am. Like that part of it. Here's the 2-2, and it is swung on and oh. missed. Pitch was way outside, and catcher had to put the tag on rudder. Four out number two. That is strikeout number two. Yeah, he went after a terrible pitch. Both strikeouts have been on really bad pitches. Snyder struck out on a bad pitch in the third, and rudder likewise here in the fourth. And the, with two outs and the base is empty, it's Mason Spears. Applied to right in the second inning. Mason having a solid season his senior year. Check swing, and it uh, did that hit his bat or did that hit the dirt? They called it a ball, so I think so it hit, hit the, the plate. Dirt. Hit, it probably hit the, the edge of the plate the way it bounced. One ball, no strikes. Strike called, and it's one and one. Swing and a miss. The count goes to one and two. And again, he was fishing for that outside pitch. Here's Garza with a one-two delivery and down low. Two and two. Coker waiting to hit next if he's needed. But two outs in the fourth and nobody on. High, ball three. Full count now to Mason Spears. Raiders trailing five to nothing. We're in the fourth. The pitch. Swung on, hit to left center field and deep. That ball is way back. That ball is out of here. It is a home run for Mason Spears. And the Raiders are on the board. Dick, that is the first home run we've seen uh, to left field. He got that ball out uh, in the uh, power alley just to the right of uh, that uh, football light standard, which will be just to the right of the 365 uh, sign in the alley. So it is a five to one game. That is number seven on the season for Mason Spears. He'll take over the team lead in home runs with that blow. And the first run and third hit off Garza. Pitch to Coker is high, ball one. That was on Garza's 54th pitch of the afternoon. Coker takes a ball and it is 2-0. Which matches, it matched his uh, previous game high against Charlotte back uh, on the 2nd of April. There's a strike, off-speed pitch. And it's two and one. And I think that's going to get, uh, yeah, that gets somebody up throwing in the bullpen. So the Raiders on the board here in the fifth on a solo shot. There's a ball hit oh. just foul down the third base side. What did that look to you about maybe six inches, seven inches? It wasn't a full foot. Two and two, the count to Brett Coker. I was hoping it would stay fair long enough to go over the bear, uh, over the base. 
Because that would have been a double for sure. Particularly as deep as they've got the left fielder playing. Here's the 2-2 pitch. And a little poke into right field. Going to be caught by King mm. coming in. And that's the third out. Got a little bit too much of the bat on that one. Well, yeah, he was definitely trying to go opposite field and just got uh, under just uh, enough for it to stay up long enough for the King for King to run under it. One run, one hit, nobody left. We've completed four full innings. UTSA five, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the fifth inning. Raiders trailing five to one. Zach Keenan back out after having a rough fourth inning. See if he can come back and settle down against this heavy hitting Roadrunner team. They will have the two, three, four hitters coming up. Poston has struck out and been hit by a pitch. The left-handed batter. They stagger their lineup. Every other hitter bats from the left side. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Garrett Poston, sophomore. He's in the DH spot. Out of League City, Texas. Swing and a miss. Keenan ahead 0-2. This is a junior college transfer. And last season only played in two games for the Roadrunners. So he's made strides from one year to the next. Here's the 0-2 pitch. And it's low. One ball, two strikes. UTSA has hit three out of the park here in this game, and they lead by a score of five to one. The one-two pitch. Strike three call. Caught the outside corner. And that is out number one. Strikeout number six. That's his uh, first called strikeout. For Keenan. And with one out, the batter is Ian Bailey, who has struck out twice. Bailey stands in from the right side. A 318 hitter on the season, takes the first pitch outside. Four ball one. 
UTSA has been almost unbeatable at home, John. They are 17-3 and three in their ballpark, and on the road, just 11-10. and 10. Well, they are on the road. Swing and a miss, one and one. In conference play, they're seven and two at home, five and four on the road. One ball, one strike. Keenan's pitch almost hit him inside, ball two, two and one. And the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to right field. Benson coming over. The right fielder Snyder is there in front of the big scoreboard. Will make the catch for out number two. Two up, two down in the fifth inning, and the batter will be Flores. Powered one out of here to right center to lead off the fourth inning. Flores now has hit safely in eight consecutive games. Here's Keenan's pitch, and it's a strike on the outside corner, nothing in one. Strike two called. When you get behind early, the saying is always, well, you got to chip away. you got to chip away. Exactly. The Raiders, Raiders did some chipping in their half of the fourth inning. It's now five to one. Well, we know, though, that uh, we're quite capable of stringing those hits together, putting up big innings. We've seen it. Pitch swung on, hit to center field. Benson moving over into left center, makes a running catch for out number three. One, two, three inning in the fifth. For Zach Keenan and the Raiders, nothing across. And would you believe it? We're halfway home in this game. It is UTSA 5, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. This isn't your regular cola. So this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the fifth inning, bottom third of the order. For the Raiders, who trail 5-1, Gabe Jennings, Eston Snyder, Luke Benson against the right-hander, Daniel Garza. Raiders got on the board with a solo home run from Mason Spears in the bottom of the fourth. 
Jennings takes the first pitch, low and outside for ball one. And a change up, missed high, 2-0. and oh. We told you last uh, week that the Raiders men's tennis team won their third straight mm. Conference USA championship. There's a strike called with a record overall of 27-4 and four and a number 18 ranking nationally. They're going to go somewhere, and the NCAA selection show will be coming up on Monday as ball three goes outside. And you're invited uh, to attend to at the uh, Jeff Hendricks Stadium Club over at the football stadium. Doors open at 5 o'clock. It's free to the public. And watch the selection show and see where the Raiders are headed. There's strike two, and it's a full count now to Jennings, three and two. Garza's pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. Got that ball up to him and up and just above his hands. Third strikeout for Garza. It's a tough Making pitch only to his second start of the season. And he has looked really sharp tonight. Sure has. They've got a right-hander that's been throwing for a while. So I suspect, uh, and he's way over his high pitch count uh, for the season. Here's Eston Snyder. He struck out his first time up. Takes a strike call. You know, uh, with a 5-1 to lead, they'd like to get him through this uh, fifth uh, inning so that he can qualify for the win. Strike two called at the knees and quickly 0-2 to Snyder. And so far, I haven't seen anything to suggest that he wouldn't deserve it. And the 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss. Snyder down on strikes for the second time. I think he's looking stronger, don't you, Dick? Well, he's not looking any weaker, I'll tell you that. Back-to-back strikeouts. He now has four in the game, and the batter is Luke Benson. Benson has one of the three hits that Garza has given up, a single in the third, and it came with two outs. Swung on, fouled outside the bag at first. One strike. So Monday night, if you don't have uh, plans, going up to the uh, stadium club, watch the NCAA selection show. Swing and a miss. Boy, whatever he's doing has got uh, these Raider batters fooled. A lot of swings and misses here this inning. Strike three call. That was a quick inning, and he struck out the side. In the fifth, nothing across. Now a total of five strikeouts for Garza. We've completed five full innings. UTSA five, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the sixth inning. They're dragging the infield here. So we'll have a minute or two. This is actually an historic date in Major League Baseball. In 1939, on April the 29th, on a chilly Saturday afternoon at Yankee Stadium, Lou Gehrig, Singled in the fourth inning off Washington pitcher Ken Chase for his 2,721st and final hit. The most ever in Yankee franchise history, and that record stood for over 70 years until it was broken by. Let's see, uh, the Yankees broken Here. by. It wasn't Mickey Mantle, not Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, of course. Uh, 2009, and I think he went on to get over 3,000 hits. I Sydney think Jones. you're right, and he was he was the first ballot ballot Hall of Famer, wasn't he? Here's Diaz, the catcher, fouls the first pitch back for strike one. 3.24 average, and he hasn't hurt his average at all tonight. He's two for two. In fact, he's up to 3.36 right now. The scoreboard tells me. One strike to count. Zach Keenan at a one, two, three, fifth inning. Misses low, one and one. Mm. Well, after that uh, really rough fourth inning, Zach Keenan came back, had a pretty good inning in the fifth. Let's hope that's uh, what he's going to do here. Strike call, and the count goes to one and two on Diaz. Can't afford to get any deeper. Keenan coming off a complete game victory at Louisiana Tech a week ago. Here's the one two, and it is just outside, ball two. Two and two now to Diaz. Wind still blowing out, not gusting, but blowing out at a pretty good clip. Skies have pretty much cleared off. 2-2 pitch. Swung on, line, base hit to left field. The Raiders just have not been able to get this guy out. He's three for three. Three singles. Leading off the sixth inning, and that is hit number seven off Keenan. 
So the leadoff man on here in the sixth. The batter is Chase King, the right fielder. He singled in the fourth. He's one for two. Keenan out of the stretch. And pitch low and inside. Good stop by Spears. It's ball one. You mentioned men's tennis. One of their uh, standouts, Francisco Roca, was uh, named uh, a recipient of the True Blue Presidential Award at the ceremonies last night. Line base hit to right field. And that's going to put them on first and second with nobody out. Roca shared that award with the women's basketball standout, Courtney Whitson. And those are the two most prestigious awards given off, uh, given out in the Raiders' choice. And congratulations to Courtney and to Francisco. That hit just past the uh, glove of Briggs Runner. And that'll get us another visit uh, to the mound. Raiders do have action in their bullpen. Right-hander warming up down there. He was behind the light pole. We couldn't get a good look. But Coach Myers out there to go over some things. Peyton Wigginton scheduled to pitch tomorrow. Sunday's starter has not been announced. They they went with Jaden Ham in the final game at La Tech. It wouldn't Boy, he, he pitched did a well. Nice job too. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised to see him come out for the third game in the series. Keenan's going to stay in there. Runners at first and second, no outs, and the batter Isaiah Walker has struck out and grounded into a fielder's choice. So if you can get a ground ball here, you'd be two thirds of the way out of this problem here yep. in the sixth inning. First and second, no outs. Here's the pitch. He's around a bunt. Took it high. Mm. Got the bat back in time. One ball and no strikes. Jennings holding, trying to hold the runner close at second. As Keenan takes a look that way and delivers the pitch, and it is a strike called and no bunt shown that time. One and one. Got a final from uh, from Norfolk, Old Dominion five, Louisiana Tech shut out. Wow. One ball, one strike, and the pitch. And this time he did show bunt, took it for ball two, two and one. So with the loss, La Tech will fall to 12 and seven. Right. If the Raiders could win tonight, they would be 12 and seven. That is correct. But they've got a little work to do. Pitches outside, ball three, three and one to Walker. Walker. 
San Antonio wins and they go uh, into second place. Let's don't tell them that right now. I'm not for it. <laughs> Roadrunners are up five to one. We're in the sixth inning. Here's Keenan out of the stretch. He's around a bunt. And that ball must have been fouled off because yeah. the runners have to remain where they are. So it's a full count, three and two. So it was bunt, no bunt, bunt, no bunt. Yeah. Now three and two. I think you have to swing away on this one. Do you start your runners here? I don't think they like to run that much. We'll see. They're not going. Ground ball to third, past Coker into left field. Bases will be loaded with nobody out. Wow. Yeah, that ball skipped under his glove. Yeah, I thought he was going to make the play. I did too. They're going to give an arrow to Coker. You know, he might have. Pulled his head up just a little bit, thinking about that double play. That yeah, that happens. It sure does. So the bases are loaded and with nobody gonna, out. And we're going to see a new pitcher. And that's going to be all for Keenan. So we'll have a pitching change, and we will take a break, tell you about our new pitcher when we come back as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Station for Blue Raider Sports. Raiders make a pitching change here. This pitching change brought to you by the law offices of John Day, Murfreesboro's personal injury law firm and a proud sponsor of the Blue Raiders. And who have we got, John? We've got left-hander James Sells coming in for his 12th appearance, all but one of them in relief. He's thrown 24 even, uh, 24 innings. Giving up six runs, five of them earned, uh, 19 hits, nine walks, 23 strikeouts. Opponents only hitting 224. James Sells, a 1.88 ERA, two and one record, no saves. And what the sound, uh, what the the Raiders need here from Sells uh, is a a comebacker. How about a one-two-three double play? There's nobody out with the bases loaded, and they need, they're going to need to get some innings out of him. They're going to need two or three from him. His last appearance was Saturday at Louisiana Tech. He came in in relief of Wigginton, 
in the seventh inning and gave up a sacrifice fly, but uh, and walked one batter, and that was uh, that was all for Sells. He only pitched two thirds of an inning, so he should be fresh. This is Barry. He's been pretty fresh. He's had oh, two gosh. home runs. Uh, you got a lefty against a lefty here. Well, actually, Sells is a right-hander. Swing, oh, that's miss. right. Sure. Okay. You know, I can't tell my right from my left. You knew that. <laughs> that's what the drill instructors used to tell me when trying left, right, left, right. Yeah, there's right. actually a, a a learning disability for people. A real name for it for people. Swing like and a fly ball to right field. I think we're going to get that one. Snyder makes the catch. They tag the runner at third. He's going to score. Throw coming in was off the offline, but I don't think they would have gotten him anyway. No, no. So coming in to score is Diaz. Give Barry an RBI. That will be his one, two, three, fifth of the game. Uh, one, two, two home runs. Five. That's correct. Wow. Five of their six runs. The runner on second went to third. And uh, the ba- uh, runner at first made a base running error there. Barry, with the throw coming home, he should be at second base. Here's King. First and third. Oh, and got him that ball head. hit him up around the, uh, got him in the batting helmet. helmet. Uh, he's a little woozy right now, as you might expect. Sales came in with a high fastball and plunked him in the helmet. This is Matt King, a freshman, shortstop. He's going to stay in there. Did the, I, I presume they did the concussion uh, protocol. I didn't see a trainer out there. Out there, though, did you? Thank goodness for the batting helmets. So now the bases will be loaded again. Chase King at third, Walker at second, Matt King at first. Only one out in the inning, and the batter is Jonathan Tapia. 0 for 3. James Sells, a freshman from Winchester. Played his high school baseball at Tullahoma. Bases loaded, one out. Comes set and the pitch. Fouled out of play to the right. One strike to Tapia. So it is now a six to one game. And just one out in the top of the sixth inning. Nice sunset over behind the football stadium. Pitches outside, one and one. Is it red sky at night? Is it red sky at night? Sailor's delight. That's what we've got. One and one to Tapia. The pitch. 
Swung on, fly ball, gonna be fouled down the right field line. Snyder is gonna grab it, did he or not? Don't think he did. Reached for it. Yeah. Just as well, if he'd caught it, that runner on third was gonna score. That's right. One and two the count. At least now you have a chance to get out of this inning with just the one run if you can turn the double play. How about a comebacker, a one, two, three double play? You don't see that real often. Sales ready to work, one ball, two strikes. And the pitch is inside, ball two. Two and two. Couple of singles, an error. Hit batsman, sacrifice fly. Still just one run in in the inning. And a 2-2 count. Pitch swung on, hit in the air to right field. Not deep. Snyder back, the runner at third tags. The throw is going to be cut off by Lopez, and it's now a 7-1 game as Chase King scores on another sacrifice fly. That's another run charge to, to Keenan. Designated hitter number 16, Garrett Pilsen. So two outs, runners at first and second, and the batter is Poston. 0 for 2, he struck out twice and been hit by a pitch. Bats from the left side. Sells out of the stretch. Hit in the air down the left field line, foul. Everybody chasing, and did that one fall? It did. Seems like we had people there, but I, I don't I'm, know. I'm wondering if uh, maybe somebody might have lo uh, lost it in one of the lights up, up here to our right. So that is strike one to Poston. Was it the last homestand uh, during the night games? We. Saw folks having difficulty with lights. I thought we might have, might be out of the inning with that one. Yep. One strike to count. And the pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss. Threw that one right in on his fist. And it's 0-2 to Poston. I think he fouled that ball. Because a baseball ended up out on the field that Briggs Rudder had to go pick up out around first base. Sells ahead in the count, two strikes. Outside, ball one. Two runs have scored in the inning, both charged to Keenan, both on sacrifice flies. It is seven to one, UTSA. Ooh, oh, just missed. Sells had started to the dugout. Crowd thought he had that strike. Count will go to two and two. Plate umpire hears a little chirping out of the <laughs> dugout, I'm sure. 
Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch. Oh, that's a call strike, a breaking ball. And fooled him completely on the pitch. That is all in the sixth. But Roadrunners come up with two runs on two hits. There was an error and two men left on base. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. UTSA seven, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. 